with another brand new episode of Words from Blurred. Words. There we go. See? See? We got it that time. Because I knew you was finna hesitate, so I just hesitated too. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm JT, your host with my co-host and good buddy, Adu. How are you feeling, Adu? I'm good. Hot as a motherfucker, though. My God. My, my man, it's been a heat wave for all, for like three weeks. Oof, just, just, ugh. And it's the worst because my AC went out literally at the beginning of week one. Oh, damn, bro. And no um, it's just been a struggle to get an AC out here, an AC, an HVAC man, because, you know, COVID and everything. So they're limiting their amounts of appointments. Mm-hmm. And so we finally have somebody coming this Saturday, That's tomorrow. Good. That's good. It's been excruciating hell. This heat is not no fucking joke, boy. We're nice. sweating buckets. 90 degrees damn near every day. 90? Jesus. 90 or more. And that's just out, that's just inside the house. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, So does it get like hotter indoors than it does outdoors? Because like indoors... No, no, it, no, 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 I don't. No, it don't. No, but it's, but it's good for me because I live in the basement. Oh, look, what a nerd living in his mom's basement. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the heat just rises. So, it, does, so yeah. it, it may come in here, but it doesn't stay very long. Okay. okay. So oh, I yeah. just stayed in the basement and chill out. Hopefully, you know, the, the, the heat just it, – hopefully it gets better because July is winding down. We're, what, second to last week? Uh Two yes. more weeks. Of, uh, two more weeks. God, yeah. July is already almost over. That's crazy. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week we're gonna be talking about the number two movie on Netflix right now, The Old, the Old Guard. Guard, starring Charlize Theron. Is it Theron or Theron? I believe it's Theron. Who are you? You can call me Andy. I lead a group of soldiers. Fighters like you. With an extremely rare skill set. What do you mean? Mother? Let's just say we're very hard to kill. You've got questions, kid. You want answers? I have the new one. And? I think she has potential. (laughs) See, you're already healing faster. You're gonna do great. So you good guys or bad guys? Depends on the century. So we really never die. Just because we keep living doesn't mean we stop burning. (laughs) Throughout history, we've protected this world, fighting in the shadows. But it's nearly impossible to disappear in the world we live in today. She'll like me to take one for you. Oh, thank you so much. There you go. Thank you. Charlie, yep, whatever. Charlie's, what's her last name? Yep, on. And I believe that this movie, The Old Guard, is actually based on some comics, or a, yes, a, it's actually uh, an Image Comics comic book. Oh, it's an Image graphic novel. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and the, the general gist of the plot is um, a small subsect of, of people have been somehow blessed or cursed to be immortal and not die. And even when they're shot, stabbed, you know, in a car accident, bones broken, their body heals like fucking Wolverine without the adamantium. Yep. And uh, they, they've been alive for a very long time. The oh, longest, good. the oldest being Andy, played by uh, Charlize Theron. Uh, and yeah, so they basically spend their time, I, I guess you could call them, I mean, they're not really mercenaries, are they? Because they don't do it for money. No, they're like, they're just, yeah, I mean, they are. They are team, they're mercenaries, but they do it for, I mean, they do do it for money because how do you expect them to live their lifestyles? No, but no, no. one, wait, do, do they get paid for what they do? I mean, remember in the beginning, they were going to get paid to do that job? Oh, right, 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 right. Right, right, you're right. So, yeah. So, they're like, uh, I guess you could say good mercenaries. Yes, they only take on things that they that they believe will help the world. Exactly. And uh, so, do you want to start out spoiler-free and then get into spoilers, or just have the whole thing be spoilers? Um, I mean, I think we, what we just did was basically the spoiler-free. I mean... Okay, so uh, from here on out, spoilers? Why not? I mean, right. so, so but, but first, let's just give a, an overall review real quick. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you wanna you wanna start? Sure. Um, I quite like the performance. I I mean, this isn't a movie that I feel would do great in the theater, you know, by any means. But I think this does great on streaming. The performances from Charlize Th- Charlize Theron, first of all, fucking top tier action star. She's been killing it in the action game lately, actually. Atomic Blonde, this, I mean... Fast and Furious? Well, I don't know if she she didn't really have any action scenes in that, but sure. Fast and Furious, I mean, this is is another one to add to her action uh, repertoire because some of the moves she was pulling, I was like, that's some shit John Wick would do. Okay. Um... It's it's got it's it's got well paced action. It's got some great comedic well not great but it has some pretty good comedic beats in there. There are some things some tonal issues that you know it borders on comedy. It borders on like drama uh, with definitely action in there. But it's some some tonal issues that are okay, are fine. They're 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 issues for sure, but they they don't take away from the overall movie. And I just want to shout out to this woman. The, there is a black woman directing this who directed this movie, Gina Prince Bythewood. Oh, I did not know. I mean, I didn't uh, look up to see who the director was, but wow. Okay, shout out to you, Gina. Yes. She, and, and, uh, she, uh, she a newcomer? Some, somewhat of a newcomer, you know. Um, Wait, no, she's not. She directed Love and Basketball. Okay, so no, she's not. Um, and she was looking foolish. little tidbit. She uh, was going to direct um, Black and Silver, the the uh, Silver and Black Hat movie. I mean, Silver, Sable, and Black Hat. Oh, movie. the one that Sony was doing. The one that they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, she's fifty one. I think this might be her first action movie at fifty one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I like the directing in the film. Um, the cinematography was dope. The movie looked great. The locations were beautiful. 
Absolutely, locations were great, and action was shot. Was actually action was shot very, very nicely. Um, the dialogue wasn't too cheesy, and we had a, a pretty beautiful gay couple in there. Yeah, uh, their what were their characters' names? Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. I have them right here. Joe, Joe and, Nikki. and Nikki. Yeah, played by Maron Kanzari and Luca Marinelli, respectively. Yes, and like they did a great. I mean, you could tell they've been together for a while, and like the love was genuine. You know, mm-hmm. like they had some pretty good chemistry. Like they were both kind of dry witted, but I like it. Yeah. But, uh, Joe in particular had that one scene where he was just going off on one of those uh, army dudes. Oh, yeah. He was like, you shouldn't have did that to Nikki. I was like, damn! He's like, this isn't my boyfriend. This is my... What What do you say? Uh, he's like, I would love... My the, moon? I, yes. He's the, the moon to... The sun to my moon. The, the water to my to my earth. I I have loved this man over hundreds of lifetimes. More more love comes from me than love you will ever know. I was like, that soldier was just like, all right, bro. <laughs> I was like, speak on, brother man. Tell him how much you love your man. Uh, so, um, I want to preface preface what I'm about to say about the movie with uh just this this little thing. Me and action movies, right? Don't go hand in hand. It it it. it it honestly, it takes a lot for me to be interested in an action movie, cause to me it feels like a lot, a lot of like maybe like eighty, ninety percent of them are kind of samey, you know. Like with me, to to get me interested in an action movie, you gotta have uh, like a super charismatic lead, or just, or you gotta be like off off the walls, fucking insane, like uh, Hobbs and Shaw or some shit. And before you came to me with, like, talking about the old guard, I had, like, no interest in seeing it at all. Which, you know, no shade to anyone working on it. It just, I, I, I just wasn't interested in it. But then I, I watched it, and I, I liked it. I liked it, you know? And I was like, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying uh, Kiki Lane's character, Niall, in particular. I really liked her as the character who's, like, the audience. The newcomer. Circuit. Yeah, she's the newcomer. She's the new member of uh, the old guard who, uh, you know, recently did, she's a marine who finds out she's immortal as well, and they, you know, they find her because they have like a connection. So they just, you know, they find each other through dreams and whatnot. And I loved her performance. Um, I liked her performance here way better than I liked it in uh, uh, If Beale Street Could Talk. Which, uh, have you seen If Beale Street Could Talk? No, but I, I heard a lot of good things about it. Oh my god, it bored the hell out of me, man. Yeah, it did. I don't, and I don't like I don't like calling movies boring. I just really hate using that word when I'm talking about a film. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know, bro. I I fell asleep like twice, dog. I saw it in theaters too. I was excited to see it too, man. But you know, either way, regardless, I loved her here. You know, I really I dug her character, Niall. You know. Just, yeah. just natural react, naturally just reacting to all the crazy shit happening around her. Um, like I said, the directing and the 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 cinematography were great. Um, I had a good time. If if this movie was a one and done, I'd be totally fine with it. Um, up until something that happened, which we'll talk about a little later. 
how did you feel about the villain Stephen Merrick, played by Harry Melling, who a lot of y'all will recognize from Harry Potter? Boom, as he uh, was, Dudley, he was the douchey cousin. Yep, Dudley. Yeah, I was oh, like, oh, played- yeah, Dudley. Look, look at Dudley. The boy looked. He got exactly the same face and everything. I was looking. I was like, where do I know this guy from? He he looks like somebody who used to be fat. And I was like, oh, that's that, that's what did it. Yes, I was like, oh, I know him. He has such a, the eyebrows, he's such a dick with the eyebrows. I'm like, I know this guy. And I mean, he gave me like the worst kind of um, Silicon Valley type of of villain vibes. Like a a British Martin Screlly. Yes. Yes. And I, I mean, he wasn't really like threatening, to be honest. I mean, mean, he didn't need to be. He had a whole team of uh, fucking uh, special forces around him and shit, you know? Yeah, and then, you know, he was aided by Chewetel Edgier Forces, James Copley. You know, I I mean, I understood the character motivation behind James Copley's... um, I actually understood both of their character motivations. Um, Stevens, or Harry Melling's character, Stephen, he's a medical tech mogul, and... Oh, farmer, bro. Yeah, big pharma guy. And so, of course, he wanted to bioengineer, or I guess is reverse engineer. He wanted to re- reverse engineer the old guard's blood to, you know, sell it, sell what cure he could make from it. He's and so Edge of Force's well. character, James, had a wife who died of, a, I guess, what was it, cancer? Did they say? She died of some type of disease. I think it was cancer, though. And, sure, you know, she suffered quite a, quite a great deal. And so he was like, if I could change the world so that no one suffers the way my wife did, I'm going to do it. And he basically fucked them over and when he betrayed them. And what was really... Uh, oh, yeah, he did. No, no, good. What was really fucked up was Sebastian. Sebastian in the movie fucking betrayed the whole team. Yeah, man. That, that, that actually shocked me. Uh... Cooper, right? They were calling him Cooper. Were they calling him Cooper? They weren't calling him Sebastian. They were calling him by his last name. Maybe he was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're right, Cooper. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Cooper. Uh, yeah, and that. Well, I mean, I guess we're going into spoilers now. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay, so from here on out, spoilers, spoiler. If you haven't watched the movie, stop here. One, two, three, boom. Uh, so yeah, that was that was that really. I did not see that coming at all. But his motivation made sense. His motivation made sense. Well, you're talking about Cooper's motivation. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it did make sense because really. I mean, tell me what. Tell me how it made sense to you. Well, I mean, uh, just from how they explained it in the movie, right? He said that hey, maybe he can figure out a way for us to finally die, which is what he wanted, and I could see why he would want to die because you go into his backstory, he's he watched his family around him die. His uh, oldest his or youngest, yeah, one of his sons was like, just just give me some of your power. And obviously he can't because he doesn't fucking know how it works. So he's like, I, I can't give you the power. I, I don't know how to give it to you. So, you, you know, he's just sad and depressed and alone. And like, and like he pointed out, Joe and Nikki have each other, but him and Andy are basically alone. Yeah. And so I got uh, his motivation. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I got, I got his motivation. I mean... Okay, I, I, I see. Now that you put it in that context, I can see, I can see his motivation. But 
I still don't think he was right. I think he, if anything, he should have just given himself up. They could have. Uh, uh, that yeah. is also a fair point. They could have guinea made him the guinea pig, and you know he he was willing. He why why your whole team? You Although, are he was more than enough of a specimen. I do have to say, I thought his motivation was gonna be like the same as theirs, because like I said, he watched his family die around him. So I, I just figured, hey, you know, we could use our whatever to help save humanity too. I just figured that he was gonna have the same motivation, but I was fine with what they did. You know, I do wish they do they uh did something with Merrick because like when they first start out, Merrick, right, he's saying I wanna use the old guard to like help create this drug or whatever that'll save humanity, keep people from dying. Well, we're gonna cure all these diseases and whatnot. And you could argue that what he's doing is messed up, but he has good intentions. But like by the time the third act comes around. He's basically just a straight-up supervillain. Uh, I'm going to cut off pieces of you until I get what I want or some shit. I'm like, well, now you're just straight-up a villain at this point. So I kind of wish they had kept him in that gray area where he, at the very least, he, he still thought, you know, he was the good guy. Like, he, he still thought what he was doing was best. Because, I mean, at, at, at this point, dude, you're just acting like a villain. Right. So I, I just I kind of wish they had done that instead. You know, but it is. You know who he kind of reminded me of, to be honest? Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. A little, a little less hammy. A little less manic. Yeah. But he definitely was kind of in that realm of villain. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, So, how'd you feel about the action? Uh, Like, I didn't say it enough. The action was fucking great. There were a lot of close hand-to-hand combat i love that the editing never made anything look like there was a lot of jump cuts you know like in mm-hmm. like in all the taken movies nothing but jump cuts but in this movie the action i i looked and probably wasn't but it looked like it was somewhat single shot in certain certain points which i really really appreciated and valued it was it looked great I gotta say, my favorite action scenes were the was the standoff at in the third act in the building. Like basically yep. all the action scenes in there. Absolutely, I lo- uh, well, uh, that was probably my favorite too. But uh, another shout out to another scene was was basically when um, what was her name? Niles. Yeah, Niles. When Niles woke up on the plane. No, Niall. Niall, no S. No, when Niall woke up on the plane. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the little action scene between her and Charlize Theron, I really liked it. Charlize Theron kicked her ass. And um I I like I, I can't stress enough that I never knew how badly I needed Char- uh, Charlize Theron to be um an action star. Yeah, I mean she's really it it comes kind of effortlessly to her. Uh Mad Max Fury Road, you know. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, uh, that might arguably that might have been what got her started on this path, you know. I, I think she likes short-haired characters now in her forties. I think she likes to play short-haired characters. I mean, she was she was rocking the bob. She damn sure was. I, and she was rocking the bob even in like the uh, the fucking when she she still had powers. Like when she first found out she had powers hundreds of years ago, she had the bob. Well, like, yeah, she had she had long hair, didn't she? I th- nah, she had a, a like a hat on or like a hat scarf or whatever, but I think she still had the bob. 
Okay. I'm like, damn, you had this bob all throughout history. If you look at some of those pictures that um Chulito Oh, right, right, yeah. I was like, damn, you had this bob in the 40s and 50s. They, you was Mulan in them dudes. Uh, so, like I said, I would have been cool if this was a one and done. But that little scene right before the credits, right? So what That's happens what is, uh, you know, obviously they find out Cooper betrayed them. So as punishment, he's kicked out of the old guard for 100 years, and then he can join again, right? Yeah. So then turns Wait out a, a former member of the, what, what, what happened? Oh, I was saying her name is Quinn. Oh, yeah, Quinn, a former member of the old guard who Andy couldn't save. See, uh, back when they, uh, in the, what was the Salem Witch Trials, they, mm -hmm. you know, they thought they was witches. So they put Quinn in this, like, iron person cage thingy and just basically sent her to the bottom of the ocean where she's just drowning over and over again for, like, 100 years. And, you know, obviously, you know, she probably feels some type of way about them kind of, you know, forgetting about her but neglecting to save her i mean they did try to find her but you know she doesn't know that so i'm sure she's coming up with some revenge plot yeah so would you be you'd be happy if they made a sequel i mean i would be okay but i feel like a one and done was was all i needed because at the end of this movie we find out Charlize their own character no longer has the healing ability so i mean we're she she's she's much more like I wouldn't say expendable, but she's much more vulnerable. Vulnerable, yeah, yeah. And so the action won't be as like gory, or not, I don't think it has to be gory, but it won't be as hard hitting, knowing that she can't heal herself or she can't heal anymore. Like even this movie wasn't that gory, actually. Now that I think about it, bro, like, did you see when Niall fell down, uh, fell off the end at the uh, in the third act? Yeah, but you didn't see no bone. I mean, she I her heart. You could see her hands and shit was twisted inside and uh, I, I I gagged a little bit. That's what she said. But I gagged a little oh bit. Oh my god. I must be desensitized to it because I was just like I mean damn. That looked like it hurt. But I wasn't like grossed out. And, I don't know. It is because I'm like we didn't see no bone or nothing. So I didn't think it was and that then in the beginning, I don't know why we didn't honestly because in the beginning when they first got ambushed you saw them with holes in their heads and their cheeks. Oh, yeah. And shit. yeah, the movie's rated R, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess they could. Maybe they just didn't feel like it was necessary. Which, I mean, it's fine. You don't necessarily need gore for it to be a, a dope action movie. It was. I mean, it was. It was good. Um, I'm not mad that I watched it. You know, it was. It was. It was fine. It was. It was. I mean, it's a little. It's what was it like? Two hours. Two hours, about? five minutes exactly. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little long, but you know, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, they could have trimmed a little fat off, but it's okay. Yeah, it wasn't uh, a two-hour, thirty-minute movie. So that's all that matters. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's definitely a decent watch. It's one of those movies, you know, you'll probably see it like on TNT on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, what's this? Let me let me let me let me watch it. This this seemed pretty dope. And I I actually disagree with you. I think it would have been a sleeper hit in the theaters. I think it would have been one of those movies that it comes out, it don't get a lot of press, but then word of mouth gets around and then it gets more heat on it. Mm, I think it would have been a cult hit, if anything. Like, like, I think, yeah, I think it would have been maybe a dark horse. But I think in terms of this one, maybe if word gets out and, uh, for this one, I haven't really heard a lot. 
uh, any chatter on the internet or anything, but I think this has the potential to be like a John Wick level sleeper hit. Mm. You know what it remind you know what it uh, reminds me of? You ever what? seen The Losers? Oh, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who was yeah. supposed to be Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Another really good movie. Also, coincidentally, based off of a comic book. It kind of reminded me of The Losers. Yeah, DC comic book. Or was it Vertigo? It's probably Vertigo. It's on on HBO Max, so it's definitely related to DC in some form or fashion. Right. But yeah, it it reminded me a lot. If you haven't seen The Losers, check that out, too. It's a really good movie. It's got Chris Evans, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Zoe Saldana, really stacked cast. Yeah, man, it's it's a it's a pretty great movie. It's got a lot of action movie, which that that and that movie in and of itself reminds me of Red, which is also a movie based on. Uh, uh, yeah, Vertigo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, damn, what's his name? Bruce Willis and uh, Morgan Freeman, right? Yep. We're tired. Extremely dangerous. Yeah, man. Uh, the Old Guard is a really good movie. I, uh, as far as rating, I'd probably give it a three out of five, but a very enthusiastic three out of five. Yeah, I was gonna say three and a half myself. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. It's really good. Highly recommended. And then you know, after you're done watching that, maybe check out John Henry. You know, if you or not, or maybe you should watch John Wick one to three if you're still on an action kick. I mean, sure, if you want to watch good movies, but who wants to do that? Oh, just the rest of the world. But you're right. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, any last comments? Um, the movie was good. The movie's worth a buy. It's, It's it's got a lot of good action. We got some great performances from Charlize Theron, uh, Chulto Ejiofor, oh, Jesus, I, I forget Niles' actress's name, uh, Kiki Lane. It's got a lot of good performances, a lot of great action. Um, I hope to see more stuff from Kiki Lane, actually. And I hope to see more action from Charlize Theron. I think, actually, she's gearing up for Atomic Blonde 2, which means I gotta have to watch the first Atomic Blonde. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's a good movie, worth worth the time, especially if you're bored. Great action movie. Nice little popcorn flick. And also, in closing, before we end this review, we do want to give a shout out to some people, um, some celebrities we've lost in uh, recent weeks. Yes. Uh, first off, uh, rest in peace to Naya Rivera, who people may know from Glee. She, she played actually, Santana. Yeah, um, she actually. It, it, this is so weird because this is a very similar death to uh, Shad Gaspard from uh, last month. You know, uh, similar situation. They were like on a boat. I don't know. They were like sailing or something, and um, I don't even know what happened. She, pushed, to her, she yeah. pushed her son up on the boat, and I guess the water pulled her in. Yeah, you know, the, the last act she did was saving her kid. Man, that shit is heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, man. Rest in peace, Naya Rivera. And I mean, I hope her son is okay and her family's all right and they find peace in this tragedy. Cannot imagine what that kid is going through right now. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, rest in peace to Ennio Morricone, who is a no. pretty well-known composer. You know, uh, you a lot of films. Um, you may know him for 
the his association with Quentin Tarantino. He composed the film score for Inglorious Bastards, uh, the Hateful Eight. Yeah, the Hateful Eight. You know, so he's 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 you know he's definitely put in some time in the movie game as far as composing music. You know, you know his name is Ennio Morricone, right? Because he's Italian. What, what did I say? Cone. I said Morricone. Oh, Coney. Yes. My mistake. He's Italiano, mi amigo. And he also. Ennio uh, Morricone. Coney. Mario Coney. Mario Coney. And he's all he also um did the score for Django. Ah, so yeah, very talented. Uh rest in peace to Carl Reiner, very famous comedy writer. Father of Rob Reiner. Uh did what did Carl Carl Reiner what? He did he produce the Jeffersons and he, he produced quite a bit, didn't he? Oh yeah, a lot. He produced a lot of shows. Let's let's just go down the list really quickly. Um, he produced um, Two and a Half Men. Um, he somehow produced House, Boston Legal. Um, I think that's it. He even did a little bit of acting as well. He was the voice of Carl Rhinoceros. Don't know why that word got tied up in my mouth. In Toy Story 4, he showed up in Ocean's 8, Ocean's 12. Uh, you know, so he's, he's done some acting as well, you know, so another big loss. And of course, rest in peace to Joel Schumacher. Who gave us bat nipples, but also he gave us the Lost Boys. He, you know, despite despite all the, the fan hate from Batman Forever and Batman, no, was it Batman Forever? Yeah. I mean, Batman, both both of them got a little bit of hate. One got more hate than the other. Definitely the one with George Clooney. Yeah. Bat- Batman and Robin. Yes. Um, but he he broke ground. He broke barriers. You know, he brought color to Gotham. Um, he directed Falling Down, St. Elmo's Fire, The Flatliners, you know, Phone Booth, A Time to Kill, the number thir- 23 with Jim Carrey, which was, I guess, Jim Carrey's, like, psychological horror thriller movie. Interesting movie. You know, he, although he was blackballed somewhat after um, Batman and Robin, he persisted. He made movies. He told stories worth telling. And he will be a filmmaker that will be missed. He touched a lot of actors' lives. He forever changed um, the filmscape and what it means to be a director and who can direct movies with straight leads. He he was a figure of contention, but he will be missed regardless. I mean, he gave us the music video for Kiss from a Rose. I mean, come on. Which is still weird to me that that... I, for the longest time, I did not realize that song was directly related to Batman. Oh my God, was it? Oh, you didn't know? Poison Ivy? Uh, you had no idea? Yeah, yeah, man. It was uh it was a song made for the soundtrack, bro. I had no idea. This is seriously the first time you're finding out. The uh, yes. You ain't never seen the music video? No. It oh well yeah, man. It, it was uh, it was a song from the soundtrack. Wow. Well, you learn something new every day. I mean, I guess it was cheaper to have him do it since see the part of the movie than to hire a whole nother director for a yeah. music video. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. 
Um, he died of cancer uh, as well, so you know, I, I had no idea he was even fighting cancer. But yeah, man, uh, a lot of big losses this year so far. You know. Yeah, and uh, 2020 is just—it's been rough so far, bro. We thought this shit was gonna be our golden year. This is a dumpster fire over here. I don't know if we told you that. I—I I, I was like, I didn't think it would be worse than last year, but. I didn't think it was going to be no golden year. 2020, man, everybody thought it was. Maybe not you. But... Well, you know, hey, maybe watch uh, the old guard to take your mind off the stuff. It's good at doing that. So that's the show. Words and words. Where can they find you, bro? Find me on um, Instagram at one handsome geek. Find me on Snapchat at royal underscore misfit with two T's. Follow me on PSN at Mystery997. What about you? You can find me on Twitter and IG at a do underscore man. That is 1A2Ds1O one one underscore M-A-N. That is both Twitter and IG. Uh, you can follow me at, on PSN at Admant. That is 1A2Ds M-A-N-T. You can follow the show Words and Words, spelled how it spelled sounds. Uh, follow us on Twitch, Streams from Words, also spelled how it sounds. Uh, I I recently finished Last of Us Part 2, which I, I think I said last week. Again, amazing. Lately, I've been streaming a lot of Mortal Kombat 11. Really having fun with that. I might stream Ghost of Tsushima. I can never say this. Good name. Lord, Ghost of Tsushima. Is it Tsushima? Yes, T-S is, makes an S sound. Okay, Tsushima. Okay, yeah. I might stream Ghost of Tsushima soon. We'll, we'll see. So be on the lookout for that. Once again, follow us, subscribe to our Twitch streams for Blurreds. Uh, is that it? Anything else, bro? That's it. That's the show. All right. And we are out. Peace. See you, folks.